Hi, I hope you've enjoyed the episode so far. Today I'll be talking about where to buy land in Kenya or where to invest. And I'll also be sharing some of my own experiences doing that. You're watching Own Land in Kenya. I'm Solomon Wangwe. So where, where do you buy land? Um, as we've covered before, having set your goals will determine that for the most part. How much money do you have to invest? That will also determine where you buy. Yeah, I might want to buy land in Westlands, for example, but unless I have 100 million shillings, it's not going to happen. So determining how much money I have to spend will also help. Right? We've covered issues about what you want to do with a piece of land. Um, those will have a big impact on where to buy. We generally, as I explained before, started because we wanted to grow our savings. That is still the case for the most part. Although over time we've decided we want to accumulate assets in places we might want to settle ourselves. Uh, but if you're, in looking, if you're looking to buy land to grow your savings, um, I highly recommend that you look at places that are not on the beaten path. And what do I mean by that? You know, a lot of people are buying land in Kitengela, for example, Kamulu, or even Ruaka. Uh, these places that we generally call the satellite uh, cities of Nairobi. Those are more affordable than Nairobi Central, by far, but they're still beyond the reach of a lot of people. Another issue I have with these places is lack of planning. Right? So if you're looking to buy a piece of land in a place that will retain its value for a long uh, period of time or a place that you want to settle. Things like utilities, you know, electricity, water, sewer, those are important factors to consider as well. Um, we generally look for places to invest that are roughly about two to three hour drive from Nairobi in radius. So places like Amboseli, uh, places like Nanyuki, uh, on the western side, places like Naivasha, uh, or Lake Elementaita, we find those are the best places for us to buy because cost of uh, acquisition is relatively low, even compared to Kitengela. And we can invest now instead of waiting to accumulate enough money to buy in Kitengela or in Westlands, right? So knowing what your budget is, is critical. And that would be the first place I would start. Secondly, you need to be very clear about how long you want to own the piece of land. If like us, you're buying to grow your savings, it's kind of important that you be able to sell the piece of land in a relatively short period of time. And what I mean by a short period of time is about two, anywhere between two and four or five years. We call that a medium to short term exit period. If you're looking to grow your savings, you need to buy and sell in a relatively short period of time which is why we invest where we do. If that's your goal, I would recommend you do the same thing. If you're looking to live somewhere, that's a different scenario altogether. So let me delve a little bit deeper um, on the issue of, you know, why we invest where we do. Um, and this has to do with the opportunity. The reason we don't look necessarily for places that are too close to Nairobi, uh, besides the cost of acquisition, is that a lot of these other places that are not very well known appreciate in value a lot faster than Nairobi. I know you don't hear that much, but 
I'm sure over time you'll start to see some of that data come out into the marketplace. You know, we look for land in Nanyuki a little bit later on after we uh, concluded with that transaction in Konza. We went to look in Nanyuki. I actually discovered Nanyuki by accident. I was driving to Isiolo uh, to look for land near where the government was planning this new tourism city. Right? After our experience in Konza, it kind of made sense. So we took off to Isiolo. Um, on the way there, we had to pass through Nanyuki. Right? And I was stunned by the beauty in Nanyuki, the mountain view. Uh, if you haven't been to Nanyuki, please jump in your car, fly, buy a bus ticket, and take a, take a trip out there. It's, it's one of the most beautiful parts of the country. The wheat plantations, you know, uh, the history in Nanyuki was amazing. And I decided that I need to come back and maybe try and find a piece of land in Nanyuki because I might want to retire there one day, right? So I did come back about six months later and I drove around asking uh, questions about who was selling land, finding out what is the best location in Nanyuki to buy. It gave me a lot of insight about the different pricings uh, for land in Nanyuki in town versus 18 kilometers out of town and so on. And I discovered that a group of uh, people, investors, were planning one of Laikipia's uh, foremost 18-hole championship golf courses. And that piqued my interest because I knew if I bought early enough before everyone else knew, I might be able to get a good deal. So I took off uh, with a broker, uh, which I'd be very careful about dealing with. You need a lot of experience to be able to separate the chaff uh, from the real guys. But I took off with this guy and he showed me a piece of land in a part of Nanyuki called Karyonga. Um, found, found out who the owner was. He sold us uh, a small chunk of land next to this supposed uh, proposed development. And the reason I was comfortable doing that is because this gentleman was actually part of the investment group that was doing this development. So we paid uh, for the land. I don't mind sharing that we paid about 450,000 shillings per acre for an 11 and a half acre piece of land, right? He also sold us an acre of land within this proposed development. I looked at all the documents, I looked at the master plan, and I did my own due diligence to confirm that this was a real thing. And we pulled the trigger and made the investment. Little did I know that three weeks later, the golf developers would have a board meeting in which they decided they were no longer going to sell one acre or pre-sell one acre plots. They're going to sell them as half acre plots. I paid 1.8 million shillings uh, for the one acre plot within this development. And three weeks later, they were pre-selling half acres for 2.5 million shillings. Um, you can't imagine what that did for my own confidence about making decisions about where to invest. The value of the land we bought next door was higher. The piece of land that I bought for 1.8 million was now theoretically worth 5 million shillings after a very short period of time. This is not normal. I'm not suggesting that this will be the case. But if you're quick to act and do your homework, ask questions, drive around, and get familiar with the locations that you want to invest, you can make some really big wins. So that would be my 
biggest piece of advice to you if you're looking to buy a piece of land that will grow in value in a relatively period, short period of time. So thank you so much again for tuning in and uh, watching. I hope the information I shared uh, made sense to you. I know you probably have questions about, okay, so how do I make sure I don't get conned? How do I find the right piece of land? I'm going to be sharing information about how to do your due diligence properly to avoid those issues on the next episode. So for those of you who might be looking for opportunities right now on investing in land, please check out our website. Uh, plenty of good information about what you can look into. You'll be doing yourself a disfavor by not doing so. Send us an email. Uh, all our social media platforms are up. Feel free to get in touch as soon as you can. My name is Solomon Wangwe. This is Own Land in Kenya. Keep watching for more information on strategic land investment.